Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set him up, my friend. All right, welcome back to episode 57 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by The Hub Chicago. And got a little bit of a different one for you this week. Obviously, going to give you some gambling lines as always. Got the trending topic segment, which we're going to throw a little twist into it as well. Um, we want to kick off the episode by talking about our gambling records this past weekend. I'm I don't. Well, I don't want to kick off the episode by talking about that, but I do because I had, I mean, maybe one of the best weekends. Like, it's probably one of the best weekends that, that one of us have had. I know I'm sure you had one last last year, but I went eight and one over the last weekend, including my my upset of the week hitting. The only game that didn't hit was my lock league for college, but uh, I went a perfect five and zero in the NFL. So very proud of myself. Hopefully, hopefully we we can keep that train rolling this week. So uh, yeah, I was two and seven, yet still had one of my most profitable weekends of the football season. Well, because. because- because Travis, what you guys don't, Travis still gamble. Travis still dabbles and stuff outside of his picks. Yeah, I just usually win everything that I don't put on the podcast. But not only that, I was huge heavy on the Patriots and the Chiefs. And if you weren't, then that is your fault. Just a couple of my picks. The Utah over hit. I had the under and the over hit by a half a point. I did get it at that 52, though, so it pushed for me. Toledo should have won. They win dumbest coach of the century. And then not only that, but we talked about how awful special teams were last year or last week, and they continue to be absolutely horrendous all week long. All week long. It was bad, special man. Teams. I don't understand how you can't get a kicker in the NFL to make a fucking field goal. Got that boy down there in South Florida looking pretty solid. I don't know. Eddie Pinheiro on Sunday night. Bum. Um who was it on Thursday night? But you're actually happy he didn't make field goals because you had Rams minus seven. Yeah. Austin Siebert on Thursday night. Yeah. Like, he missed a couple. Um, it's, just, it's horrendous. I can't even watch it anymore. It's definitely an epidemic. I mean, we talked, like you said, we talked about it last week. So, like, they're missing 42 yarders, like, should be guarantees. Like, it's like the point where I'm, where, when I'm betting on a game, and it's coming down to a guy that needs let's let's say if I have the over and he needs to make a forty two yard field goal like um or like a forty yard field goal I'm nervous about it because it's not a, it has not been a guarantee this year has not no absolutely not but that is that and I am also we are also sorry we extend our apologies to you we didn't say to bet on it but if you did bet on the forty nine or or on the Cardinals covering plus ten against the forty ers um, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what that play was at the end. The ball was like kicked around and fucking. Did you see Marty Mush from Barstool? He had yeah. I would have. He had Cardinals plus ten. He goes, "You fat fuck! What are you doing? Throwing the fucking football back to the end zone? What the fuck are you doing, dude? Like I just, I don't understand. If I would be, if I would have bet on that game and was watching it live, <laughs> I think something might have went through the TV, <laughs> dude. I would First of all, I never, I never would have touched Cardinals plus ten with the ten foot pole, but I don't know, man. They uh, they held the 49ers within ten the first time they played on the road. Yeah, I know. I'm just I I didn't I didn't touch it. You didn't touch it. Obviously, we didn't like it, so we didn't touch it, and we got. They tried to pull a little Miami miracles. What they did, yeah, and it just look what happened. Ended up in the miracle for 49ers betters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So bad beat. Um, that was Scott Van Pelt bad beat for sure. Oh, horrible. there's a lot of there's quite a few bad beats this weekend. Um, not for me, not for you. Just a few, quite a few bad beats. Um, Baylor betters, I am one of them. What the fuck? You can't score a single damn point in the second half against an Oklahoma defense. Not one point. They uh, 
squandered everything they had going for them is is done. Their season's over. Yeah. So that pissed me off. Um, also, side note, horrible, horrible betting week. One of the worst betting weeks I've had all year long. I am going not on my record this weekend. I am going on this. If my college football lock doesn't hit, I'm taking a punishment. There we go. The one game. There we go. On the one game. I like it. Putting the nuts on the table for the college football lock. So I hope Travis has got a better one than me because I wasn't super confident about mine, but we'll get into that. With that being said, you ready to do it? Let's do it. Go. Let's go to Degenerates Digest. Hey, everyone. As you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free. B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. All right, so Degenerates Digest going to roll off with um, our normal four college football picks with plus lock and, and with the lock of the week thrown in there. And then we're also going to do um, the NFL primetime games, lock of the week and upset of the week. So I'll kick it off with my first game. I got numbered, I guess, I think it's number now eight Penn state versus number two, Ohio state on Saturday at 11 AM on Fox. This is a big spread for a top 10 game because Ohio state, yeah. when I checked on Bovada, is 18 and a half point favorites. And that's who I'm taking. I'm actually going to take Ohio State minus 18 and a half against 18 Penn State. 18 and a half? Against Penn State. Um, I bet against Ohio State last week because they were 52 point favorites against Rutgers and Rutgers covered. Um, but I think Ohio State's going to show up at home on Saturday against a Penn State team that I think has lost its mojo. They lost to Minnesota two weeks ago. They beat Indiana by a touchdown last weekend. I know everyone's going to be like, hey, man, Indiana's 7-3. and three. I don't give a shit. They're still Indiana. Um, Ohio State's defense is also allowing 216 yards per game. So I think that, that's going to be the key, that Penn State's offense is struggling. Their quarterback threw three picks against, against Minnesota. I think that's going to be the big thing here, and I think Ohio State really rolls it because they really want to get that, that, that number one seed, and having a big one over number nine would be huge for them. All right. Um, I'm going to start off by saying all of my picks are done after the 11 a.m. games on Saturday. So early picks for Travis. My first one starts on Thursday night at 7. Don't know why I keep betting these Thursday night games, but I'm going to keep rolling with them. NC State at Georgia Tech. NC State is plus two. I like them plus two in Moneyline, but just for the sake of getting it right, I'm going to do plus two just in case. These are two pretty dog shit teams. NC State's really fallen off lately. The only way to make this game fun to watch is to bet on it. It's a Thursday night game. Doubt you'll watch it anyway. Uh, NC State started the year strong. They've dropped their last four games in a row. I really don't see them losing five in a row, especially to Georgia Tech, who's a team that has struggled in every aspect of the game this year, offense, defense. They have the 12th worst rushing defense in the nation in college football. Looks really mighty fine for an NC State team who runs the ball. You can tell they run the ball a ton because their quarterback's only thrown for three passing touchdowns all season. So I know they run like a little read option type offense. I think that they're just going to use that to control the clock and ground out the freaking like time all game long. NC State plus two. All right. All right. Check that out on Thursday night. Again, that's Thursday night. My next game is a Friday night game. So again, the two drunk brothers coming at you with picks, you know, a lot of night. Uh, four nights of the weekend. Um, mine is Colorado State at Wyoming Friday at 8.30 on ESPN2. Colo- uh, Wyoming is six-and-a-half-point favorites, but I'm taking Col- Colorado State right here to cover. Taking CSU plus six-and-a-half at Wyoming. Both teams are six-and-three against the spread, so no real advantage there. But CSU 
has been the hotter team as of late. They've won three of their last five, while on the other side, Wyoming has lost three of their last five. Um, and they've both played four common opponents this year, and they both are two and two in those games. They beat the same two teams. They've lost the same two teams. So I think these teams are way more even than what Vegas seems to feel like they are. Also, Colorado State's offense is outgaining the Cowboys at more than 100 yards per game, while their defenses are nearly identical. So I think CSU has a more high-powered offense. Six and a half is almost a touchdown. Um, I just don't see them losing by more than seven points on the road against Wyoming. All right. There you have it. My number two game is the now number 10 Minnesota at Northwestern. I like this one, too, if you're going to do it. We'll see. Saturday at 11, Minnesota is 13 and a half, and that's what I'm taking. Okay. Uh, the only team with a worse offense in college football than Northwestern is Akron. That's it. Minnesota, on the other hand, they're playing redemption ball. They got a lot of hope sucked out of them last week versus Iowa. Their season's far from over. They're still probably going to go to the Big Ten Championship. They need to be respected. They're going to come out strong against a shitty Northwestern team. And a two-touchdown spread is not going to be that tough to do with how good their offense has been this season. They have the 22nd-ranked offense, so I'm taking the Golden Gophers minus 13 and a half. All right. I was going to say I was going to peep the under in that game because of how bad Northwestern's offense was, um, but I didn't, I didn't lump, it, lump that into mine. My next game um, is Arkansas at number one LSU at Saturday at 6 p.m. on ESPN. We have another big spread alert here. I did one of these last week and it paid my favor. LSU LSU is 43 and a half point favorites, but I'm taking Arkansas plus 43 and a half. That is massive. I mean, first of all, let's get, let's boil it down to science. LSU has only beaten three teams this year by 44 or more points, Georgia state, Northwestern state, and Utah state. You want to know what all three of those teams have in common? None of them are fucking power five, and they're all non-conference games. I know Arkansas isn't great, but they have not lost one game this year by more than 43.5 points. So, I like the odds here. Arkansas plus 43.5. It was almost my lock of the week, but I was like, that seems like a little bit of a cop-out for lock of the week. But Arkansas plus 43.5 is a great pick. I saw that. I really liked it. That's a good one. Um, My third pick before we head into the locks is Illinois at number 17, Iowa, also Saturday at 11 a.m. Illinois going on the road. They are 15-point underdogs, and that's who I'm taking. Taking Woo! the Illini plus 15. Dude, this Illini team has played some pretty close battles this season. I know Ethan Short's going to love me for this pick, so shout out him. They're on the road, at home. They seem to get it done. Actually, 70% of the time, in fact, they get it done because they're 7-3 and three against the spread this season. Their defense has shown they can get stops when they need. Uh, in, late, in close late games, they can get stops when they need to. Going back to that Michigan State game, I think that was their last game. Um, and against an Iowa offense who's very anemic, I'm taking Illinois with the points at plus 15. I don't mind that at all. I know Illinois definitely played out of expectations this year. Um, they honestly should be probably seven and three. I know that game you went to, they should have won. Um, so, but that's yeah. another story for a different day, probably. So we'll, we'll, let's roll into the locks of the week. Uh, my lock in the week is also is, is going to be a, a, a big 10 game. Um, it's Nebraska at Maryland at two thirty on the big 10 network. The spread is four. the Cornhuskers are the favorite, but I'm taking the dogs. I'm taking the Maryland Terrapins at plus four at home against Nebraska. You want to know why? Here's the big stat in this one, the one that really swayed me. Nebraska is 1-9 against the spread this year. 1-9. And, and why are they four-point dogs on the four-point favorites on the road? You got me. Maryland is 4-6 against the spread. Not great, not terrible, not 1-9 terrible. Um, and also, four points means you can lose by a field goal and still cover, which I could very see. Very see this happening. It's going to be a shitty game. I'm thinking like 13 to 10, maybe like 17, 14, or something like that. If Nebraska does win, um, but I just like that Maryland at plus four because it gives that field goal cushion. And Nebraska's one and nine one and nine against the spread this year, and their favorites on the road. All right, I saw that. I don't mind it at all. My lock of the week. Already told you. 
this this boils down to my punishment or not, whether or not this hits. And it is Saturday at 11 a.m. Also, number 21, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. And Oklahoma State is seven and a half point favorites. And that's who I'm taking. They have Oklahoma State, one of the best offenses in the NCAA. Year in and year out, the mullet man seems to put together an offense like no other. And if you don't know who the mullet man is, I'm a man. I'm 40. You should know who he is. He's a great guy, great freaking college football coach. Not only can they score like crazy, but they are tied for an NCAA best 8-2 and two against the spread. Lock it in, no doubt about it. Oklahoma State minus 7.5. Love it because I watched the Mizzou team that's playing like dog shit right now beat the drums off of fucking West Virginia yeah. by 30-plus points. So um, definitely love that pick, Travis. I don't think you have any worry about being a punishment. I'm probably going to put a little mo- little bit of money on that action myself. Let's go to the NFL slate. That's our college slate. Let's go to the NFL. Well, let's kick it off with Thursday night, which the this one I'm actually kind of excited for because these two teams always play great primetime games. Huge implications. Yes, huge implications for the AFC South. Um, you got the Colts at the Texans. The Texans are three-and-a-half-point favorites, and the over-under is 45. Travis, I'll let you start this one out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. All right. I was flirting with the over here, but I decided last second, I'm going to change my mind. I went Texans minus three and a half. They've already lost to Indianapolis a few weeks ago in Indy. They need this one at home. It's for the division lead. They also have just come off a god-awful performance. I don't think Deshaun Watson gets shut down like that two weeks in a row. They're just, I'm just going to go with the way better offense here, and Texans minus three and a half at home is what I'm going to go with. So that's what I originally wanted to take, and then again, I went with kind of what I did last week. I didn't go opposite, though. I did go with the over of 45. So, again, guys, me. if you're trusting the two drunk brothers, which Jarrett's Travis is good on Thursday night, Jarrett's won his first Thursday night game and a month of Sundays last week, you want to get a little parlay action of Texas minus three and a half and the over 45 or a teaser. That could work too. Um, but I'm doing the over 45. These teams always historically have shootout matchups, especially in prime time. In their last four matchups, this over would have hit twice. The other one, one of them would have been a push. So the under would have only hit one out of the last four matchups they had. These teams always proved to be good. Pat McAfee had recovered his own onside kick in this game against the Texans in primetime on Thursday night a few years ago. Um, so I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I don't want to pick the spread. I just want to wish for points and take that over. I. I hit the over in last Thursday night's game. Jarrett took the favorite. We saw how that panned out. So Miles Garrett almost killed the guy. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, Sunday night game should be another good one. Packers at 49ers. Packers at 49ers. 49ers are three-point favorites, and the over-under is 46.5. 
I am 0% confident in picking anything about this game whatsoever. I am taking the under of 46 and a half. All right, we're we're giving the we're giving the audience a lot of different options this week. Well, I, do not, I do not like either side of the spread with how I guess inconsistent I have seen these teams play throughout the year. Uh, I know they're both good, but they have shown me times where they could just fuck me over in picking the spread. And I don't like the over under, but I'm going with the under. Both these teams' games this year, it is exactly fifty fifty. And over under. So this pick is literally a shot in the dark. Um, flip of the coin. I know each of these each of these teams' defenses have the opportunity to be locked down, so that's what I'm rolling with. All right. I don't hate that at all. Um, I'm actually going to take the Packers plus three in mine. Um, the Packers are 2-0 and against the spread as a road underdog this season. And they've also won both, the, both games – where the Packers have been at road underdog, they've won. So if you're feeling really, really risky, look at that money line opportunity. But I'm saying plus three for the for the sake of the podcast. They're also coming off of a bye. And Aaron Rodgers off of a bye week is phenomenal. Since 2009, Green Bay is 7-4-1 and one against the spread after a bye as well. So history is really kind of looking good for this. You give Aaron Rodgers two weeks to prepare for a 49ers defense that just got exposed by the Seahawks. I think he I think he can do the same thing that Russell Wilson can. They have very similar skill sets. So I, I love the Packers plus three here um in this in this game. All right. We have two different picks on each Thursday night and Sunday night game. Not conflicting though. They both not conflicting, yeah. Let's roll into the Monday night pick. Guarantee we have the same one. It is Ravens at Rams. Ravens are a road favorite at minus three. And the over under is forty six and a half. And I'm hammering, hammering Ravens minus three. Dude, why is this so small? The way they have been playing here, there's no way that you can pick against the Ravens. The Rams are playing like dog shit. I may even go as far as taking the under in Rams total points in this game, which is, I think, at 21 and a half. Uh, so that's absolutely That's perfect. a Travis, that'd be a phenomenal pick. You want to know why? Their last three games, they're averaging 17.7 points per game. There we go. Jared Goff also seems to be the absolute king of three and outs. There's no <laughs> chance that they're going to keep up with Lamar Jackson as much as I hate to say it. I'm not on the Lamar Jackson train, but he is playing well, and I'm taking the Ravens minus three. I mean, Jared Goff, guys, that's your $110 million man. The Rams organization did it again. They did the same. He is Sam Bradford 2.0, except he went to the Super Bowl with a good defense. Um, this one's easy for me. What Travis, what you didn't feel, what you failed to mention, this is a we got a Marcus Peters revenge game alert right here. We got Marcus Peters playing for the Ravens in the secondary. He used to play for the Rams, got traded, probably has a little salt in his mouth. Um, and Jared Goff's playing a big stink fest lately. The Rams are one and zero against the spread as as an underdog this year, but that spread was one and a half against Seattle in a game they lost by one. So can we can we really honestly count that? Um, the last three games, the Ravens are averaging 42.3 points per game versus the Rams 17.7. That to me is so lopsided. This minus three is so easy. Like if, if, if we didn't do all the primetime games, this is pro this would probably be, probably be my lock of the week. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I will, I will hammer this line, especially cause I'm sure I will be down come Monday night. So I'm gonna lock it in early so I get that three because I feel like it's gonna go. It's gonna go up. Oh, it'll probably be five, five and a half come Monday. Um, but I love it. So that does it for the primetime games. Let's roll into the lock of the week. My lock of the week is the Steelers at the Bengals Sunday at noon. Steelers are six and a half road favorites, and that's who I'm taking. I'm taking Steelers minus six and a half. I think old Helmet Head gets revenge this week. Um, dude, we're talking about Mason Rudolph. That dude has had a rough season, man. His head probably looks like the Death Star with a dent in it after the, <laughs> after the last game. Um, the, the Bengals are so bad. They've lost. Listen to this. They've only lost four of their ten games this year by less than seven. So there's 60% chance that this hits. So the odds are in our favor against the Steelers team who's fighting for the playoffs. I mean, they're still in the race. So a, a touchdown game here is not 
not too bad, and that's what I'm taking. That's my lock. Don't hate that at all. Definitely like that, especially coming off a loss for them. Um, and, hey, if, you, uh, if Rudolph can't go, you got old Ducky Hodges sitting there on the bench, baby. Exactly, Seriously, though. Man. Yeah. Um, be Rudolph's probably dazed and confused a little bit. Dude, fucking Christ. Uh, my lock of the week. I'm not going with this with the spread this week, and I know I've been risky with over-unders, but I feel like this one is a good one. It's Denver at Buffalo at noon on Sunday, so a game that no one has any fucking desire to watch. Same thing with Travis's lock of the week, to be honest with you. No one wants, no one wants to watch Ryan Finley and the Bengals. But Denver at Buffalo, the over-under is 37, and I'm taking the over. That's really low. And a lot of people are going to look at this and be like, wow. You know, these two teams have really good defenses. They're number three and number four in the league. But if you look more at it, their offenses are starting to catch kind of fire lately. So if you look at their offenses, both their offenses are combining together on average 46, almost 47 points per game in the last three games. Um, so it's a very slim margin there. But you like, like I said, you know, I think their offense is starting to heat up. Their defenses on the last three games also are starting to not be as great. They're allowing an average of like 36 points per game combined. So again, you have in between 36 and, and, uh, and 46. So it leaves a very slim margin there. But I just think it gets it done. I see the Denver, def- Denver offense sparking up. Is Drew Locke playing this week? No, I think it's still that Brandon Allen guy. Or whatever okay. Fuck. Okay, whatever it is, if not the case, I still can see Josh Allen and the Bills putting up points. I like the over 37. It feels super low to me for a fucking for an NFL game. Yeah, I mean, 37, it's not high. We had a shit ton of high-scoring games last week, so hopefully they didn't get all burnt out. Mm-hmm. But I like that one. I like it. So that takes us into our upset of the week, uh, which we are now 10-7 and seven on. And I'm going... I, hit, I haven't I hit, liked I hit mine last week. Jets. Yeah, barely an upset, but you hit it. I did not. Um, what was mine? Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The, Actually, fire, after, fire after, the whole organization. Yeah, dude, that's bad. The, light the fucking campus on fire and just forget about Jacksonville. That's what we need to do. They're so bad. But, but anyway, I, I will say after the when I said on the podcast, I actually locked in. I said it was even, but the next day when I went to bed them. They were like they actually plus one hundred five. So, okay, there you go. You get an extra buck out of it. Yeah. Um, my upset of the week this week, and I'm going bold here. Mine? Oh, you're going bold. Okay, we're on the same one. Mine is bold, uh, but I really like it, and I'm going to stand behind it. The more I think about it, the more I like it. You went the fins, didn't you? I did not. I'm going the Cowboys at the Patriots. <laughs> Cowboys okay. in Gillette Sunday three twenty five will be a good game. Cowboys money line plus two forty. The Pats' offense lately has just not impressed me. They've been very disappointed. Tom Brady just expressed yesterday how disappointed he is in the Patriots' offense. Also, you have the number one defense in the Patriots going against the number one offense in the Cowboys. One of them has got a fold, and I think it's going to be a defense. We all know the consistency in what defenses have been lately in the NFL. And I also know it's in Gillette, but I really believe this could be the game that the Patriots just fumble at home. I know there's usually one to two a year from them, and I think this could be one of them. At plus 240, I'm taking the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, that Ravens loss, it, it wasn't a bad loss. I think the, the Patriots always have a bad one. It was every away, year. too. Yeah. So I, I don't hate that pick at all. I probably will put a little bit of cheddar on it. But another thing you have to think about is the – the Dallas wide receiving core is way underrated. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, um, Randall Cobb. You have those three. Jason Witten, I mean, he's an ageless wonder. So you can't cover all of them. What, what they what said them? they're going to do is they're going to bracket Amari Cooper and shut him down and then put Stefan. They're going to bracket Amari Cooper with two, you know, non-star corners. And then they're going to put Stefan Gilmore on Michael Gallup to maybe help kind of He's the pain, so we'll see, but that still frees up. Well, that just confirms I'm not starting Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup this week. So, um, We shall see. Yeah, I don't mind that one. Mine, I'm going a little bit less risky. I'm going to do uh, mine's Tampa Bay at Atlanta Sunday at noon. Um, Tampa Bay is on the road against the Falcons, and they are plus 185 on the road against the Falcons. 
Now, everyone's going to flame you for this because the Bucks have not played well lately and the Falcons have. The Falcons run since they had their bye two weeks ago. They've beaten the Saints and the Panthers, and they've outscored them 55-12. to 12. I don't think that's sustainable, though. I don't think that team is that good, and I don't think – I think they've came off the bye and they got rest and they beat two decent, decently good teams or the Saints being a really good team. Um, but the Bucks are literally in every single game they play. I know they're three and seven, but they are in every single game. Their average margin of defeat is eight and a half. They have lost four one possession games this year. Four. So I think they can take this game on the road. When I was looking at the upsets, I didn't like a lot of them. This one seemed like the most logical to me. So Bucks plus 185 on the road at Atlanta. I like that. Jameis Winston, if he can limit his turnovers, they will win this game. That is literally the only problem. He just has to not have – And Atlanta's teams. defense is not great. Yeah. Um, so speaking of – just going on a little side note here. Speaking of, uh, you know, being in one possession games, I was listening to the radio actually on the way home last night after the Monday night football game. Philip Rivers has lost in his career – 61 games by seven points or less. Because he always throws interceptions like he did last night. 61 games. He is also the third, the quarterback with the third most wins in the NFL history without a Super Bowl championship. And he never will get one. The dude, I have to give it to the dude. He is a good good quarterback. He's just not, he just cannot get there. And I don't know what it is. It sucks for him. I, I kind of feel bad for him, but I kind of don't because he's a douchebag on the field. Yeah. He is such an ass. He yells at everyone. Yeah. I mean, last night when he threw that interception, I could not be more pumped one because I had the fucking Chiefs. I was about spot. to shit my britches. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, had, we had him on the, on the podcast minus four and a half, but we got him minus five. Doesn't matter, I guess, at the end of the day, whenever the game scored a touchdown. And also, I was in two fantasy matchups. Where, where Chargers players could not touch the ball. Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, and he totally faded them out on that last drive. I was like, please, God. And then he threw it to Eckler on that, on that, on that interception. I was riding Daniel Sorensen's ass all night long, and then he picks that ball off. That was, that was probably the highlight of the dude's career because he's still trash, and I will yeah. ride, ride that to my grave that Daniel Sorensen sucks my ass. He's a white safety. What can you expect? But anyway, that's uh, DeGeneres Digest. Went a little bit long. Not really too long. About 20 minutes. We're going to roll into the trending topic segment. We're going to throw a twist on this week. Foosball, foosball, foosball. Coming up. We didn't really introduce this at all. So on the, on the trending topic segment this week, we want to just call random ass people who, listen, who we know listen to the show and just get their ideas on some topics. So we were trying to call our buddy Cyrus Miller, talk about the Chiefs, maybe some college football. So uh, let's give Ethan a ring. He's quick. in class. He is? Yeah. Well, fucker. Who should we call then? It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Man, that's a good question. Um, let's call Josh Irby. Let's do it. I'll Get Josh him. Irby on the line. I will. Got him. My phone has not been ringing right. We're going to ask him about Colin Kaepernick. Ooh, that's a good one. 
Maybe we should call about that as Billy Dinkler, too. <laughs> What's up? What's going on, bud? Uh, now that I'm helping John do some shit. Ah, fuck. Well, you're live on the podcast right now. Oh, what's up? <laughs> so, <laughs> we're doing a thing where we just call random people. Well, not random, but people who we know and get their thoughts on some stuff. So, uh, we've been talking about Colin Kaepernick. What are your thoughts on his whole workout dealio? I'm kind of with most of the other uh, public right now that it was mostly a publicity stunt. Uh, NFL is trying to save face right now with a lot of different things uh, that's going on. So I feel like just giving him a workout and setting up a uh, time for him to kind of show show off and whatnot just basically gives him uh, another platform, I guess, to kind of speak his mind and stuff like that. He's no, yeah, I totally do you, agree. Do you think? Do you think he gets a job out of it? Did you hear that? Uh, I think it's a possibility he can get a job out of it just because there are some definitely some teams that need a quarterback right now. Uh, obviously, like Cincinnati and Miami both being some. Um, but I don't know that any of them are too desperate to want to take on that uh, sideshow, basically. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So I actually had some teams that are like maybe um, like that could really use it that are not completely out of like the playoffs. So like what about a team – uh, not the playoffs percentage, essentially, but kind of going forward. What about like a a Denver, Chicago, or shit, Tennessee? Yeah, any of those. I was even thinking uh, Carolina because I said I, yeah, Carolina too. Yep. Yeah, Kyle Allen's been very very good for him, but at the same time, is he your franchise quarterback? No, I do think that Colin, Colin Kaepernick. At the end of the day, he had he had a good year, year and a half. But I, I do think he is just a high, a, a very good backup quarterback. I don't think he's really your guy that you want running your franchise by any means. But I do think he is a solid, uh, solid, solid backup. I mean, if you could, if he's, if he's willing to pay, play, I don't know what he's asking for as far as pay and everything. But if he's willing to uh, play for backup money, he would definitely be one to grab. Well, there you go, Bud. Well, we appreciate it. Oh, you're, you were just trying to FaceTime me. But, uh, I dropped my phone. Anyway, go. What do I do? You were the first one on this new segment we're doing because Cyrus didn't fucking answer the call. So congrats and uh, listen to the podcast tomorrow. All right, man. All right. Peace, man. Peace yeah. out. Dude. All right. I am going to call Ethan short. Well, hey, hey. Cyrus just called me back. So well, he's going to have to wait. He missed his one opportunity. Ethan's getting rang on the line. All right. Let's do it. You hear that? Yep. Hello. Hello, Ethan Short. How's it going? It is going. Ethan, you're live on the podcast right now. What is happening? We are doing on our trending topic segment where we call good friends and friends of the podcast and listeners, and we're asking them their thoughts on a few topics that we have. So what we have for you is to attack of Aloha and his injury this past weekend. Um, so I guess what really do you think does it mean for his career and his hopes of maybe playing in the NFL? You know, to me, I – so personally, I don't think it has as big of an impact as maybe some other people, like, feel it out to be. I think that, like, it might impact his draft position. But other than that, recovery – Sorry, um, <laughs> it cut off on me. My bad. Um, if, it, if he makes a full recovery, I don't see any like issues with him producing in the NFL. Um, I also, like in personal opinion, don't think that he's like the best quarterback of the last three or four years that's going to come out of um, college. But based on his performance in past years, this past year um, before the injury. I don't think he's going to be a quarterback that is, like, so injury-prone that that's going to be an issue. So as long as he makes a full recovery, I think I see no issue with his production. Just a drop in draft stock. Do you think he falls out of the first round? I don't think he falls out of the first round. I think he Ooh. falls out of the top. I don't think he does either. 
Okay, you Jared said he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. So so Ethan Ethan just said it. If you can hear me, Ethan, he just said it. Like out of the top ten right now, the favorite where he's supposed to land is like between eleven and twenty. Okay. So I think he might fall out of the first round. Ah. I, th- I think his his knees and ankles. He's just so beat up right now um, that it's just not looking good for him. Beside the fact, how do you think this impacts Alabama's college football playoff hopes? He doesn't think they have – you think they're out of it completely? I think they're out of it. I think the only, the only shot that they have is if LSU loses a game or Georgia loses a game before the SEC championship game. Because I think that even if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, I see either Oregon, um, even Oklahoma jumping U- into that. Utah, game. Utah. I know Alabama's solid right now, but what about Utah? Uh, I don't. Even, I don't even know much about Utah. So, 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 real quick, Utah, Utah, and Oklahoma. Utah. If it's a one-loss winner in the Pac-12, why, I mean, why not? Same with Big Twelve. If it's a one-loss champion in the Big Twelve, why not? Yeah, I agree. So Utah, Utah, and Oregon would actually play each other in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, so Utah and Oregon, that would be your four spot going into the college football playoff. Utah and Oregon, the Pac-12 championship, I think. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. So. Yeah. Well, that's what we wanted to call and see, uh, get your thoughts on Tua Tagovailoa, so we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the surprise call. Yeah, no problem. I'll talk to you later. Bro. Yep. All right. And our last caller will be Cyrus Miller. Calling him right now. We we talk about we talk about the Heisman. Uh, sure. Or we can talk about his Chiefs defense. It's supposed, to, dude. I got a new phone. It's not wanting to fucking ring when I call people. It's annoying. Let's try this. Hold on. My bad, guys. Do you want me to call him? No, I got it. If it doesn't work this time, yeah. Look, look at this shit. It's saying like calling. But it's not calling. Yeah, and that that new iPhone 11 is really. Yeah, you fucking fake do it. sauce. Goddamn you, John Voyles and AT and T. All right, so I'm calling Cyrus. We call Cyrus. Talk to him about some college football stuff, maybe some Chiefs defense stuff, and then we'll uh, we'll cut out. Hey, what's up, Cyrus Miller? What's going on? Uh, working on Christmas lights. What's up? Are you busy? <laughs> you have five to ten minutes. <laughs> sure, I have five to ten minutes. Well, good, because you're live on the podcast. Oh, yeah, what's up, degenerates? What is going on? Um, those of you who don't know, Cyrus Miller, one-time guest on the pod. We're calling to talk about you on the trending topics section, uh, a couple topics here. So we want to first ask you, what do you think the Chiefs, realistically, how far can they go with how bad their defense is? I don't want to dog the defense just because of how well they played against the Chargers. Against Phillip Rivers. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, realistically, I'm going AFC divisional round. Yep. We'll, we'll be. I I think we'll. I still think we're going to win the division. Oakland's up there, but I I still think we're going to win it. Uh, as far after that, though, I mean, it's it's not looking. So, so are you are you more scared of like are you scared of like Baltimore and New England? I guess. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, I mean that's gonna be your AFC Championship game right there. You you just said it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't see. I mean, even honestly, their offense hasn't looked amazing lately. Um, yeah, I mean we're we're just banged up. You know, we've got there's always somebody hurt. The line's been hurt. Pat hasn't been a hundred percent. It's you can't rely on. It's, the thing is, too, it's Jekyll and Hyde. Either the defense will play well and the offense sucks, or the offense plays phenomenal and the defense disappears. I mean, you, we can't get both, so it's just not there this year. All right, we wanted to get your thought on the uh, the Chiefs and what their implications were. Other than that, uh, we want to talk to you about the college football playoff rankings and who the one que- the first question we have for you is who do you think has a clear path at a college football playoff berth, um, this could be one team or multiple teams. 
you can call me a bandwagon fan on this one. I don't care. I'm going LSU. They have been awesome this year. Reg- I am pulling for them hardcore. Do you think regardless if they lose the SEC championship? I don't think it matters because they, they haven't lost yet, right? Nope, they're 10-0. Yeah, no, they're, they're in. Lock them. All right. That, is that the only team you think is the clear-cut path? Uh, or what about Clemson? You see them dropping yeah, a game? Clemson, their schedule is so cupcake, man. I mean, they'll, they'll probably get in. I don't see them not getting in. But, again, they haven't played anyone. They'll, so. they'll, I mean, they'll have to lose. In, but I don't think they're going to make any noise this year. Nope. Agreed. Jared said no. So, LSU, Clemson, pretty much it on the uh, clear-cut path. Who do you think needs a little bit of help? And who are your four college football playoff teams? Uh, let's see. Pac-12 probably won't have uh, – I don't know. You got Oregon and Utah sitting at six and seven, and if they win out, they will play each other in the Pac-12 championship game, both at one loss. You don't think the winner of that gets in? Did you – Yes, I agree. Yeah, so give us your – round out your four, and it could be like a slash in there regarding the winner of the Pac-12 or the winner of a championship game. I'm going to go with LSU, Clemson. It'll probably be Ohio State. And I'm just going to throw the Ducks in there. I, I think Oregon wins out. All right. That would be a mix-up of college football – Playoff, if I've ever heard one of the I last like it. last few years, um, Jared, do you have any more questions for this man? Uh, you got, you got. I'm pr- pretty sure you like LSU, so you have Joe Burrow win the win in the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go with Joe. I I think he's been uh, playing really well this year. What about Jalen Hurts? Uh, I mean, you know, his name's getting tossed around too, and. Oklahoma has its reputation of all these Heisman winners lately, but I'm I'm gonna mix it up this year. I'm I'm going with Joe. I think so right. too. I like that. I think there's a few. I think you can maybe throw Jonathan Taylor, the running back from uh, Wisconsin, in the mix. That dude is an animal. Um, but yeah, those three will definitely be a race. That's all and we have. Is the last Heisman winner that hasn't been a quarterback. I feel like I feel like it's always coming down to these quarterbacks. That's, the that's a good one. Probably Mark Ingram. Yep. Probably Mark Ingram, and I don't know what year that would have been. Maybe 09. Oh, 09 oh, oh, or so. 09, oh, yeah. That would probably have to be the last one. Um, I mean, they might as well rename the trophy. Best quarterback. Best quarterback of the year, because that's what it comes down to. So I, I hate that it's that way, but you always have to look at these quarterbacks as who's going to win it now. I agree. I agree. Well, that's all we have for you. We want to thank you for uh, – picking up the phone call on the second try so you get back to hanging your Christmas lights and don't go Clark Griswold in yourself. Uh, I did my best shot. All right, see you, man. Later, guys. All right. That was fun. That was fun. Hopefully you guys can hear that and it wasn't too too shaky. We have to perfect the calling in process. Yeah. I definitely think, um, going back to the Heisman thing, Burrow does seem to be a lock. Because, I mean, just his touchdown interception ratio is bananas. But also you look at Justin Fields. He's thrown 31 touchdowns in one pick. Dude, he, I'm telling you, he is so good. But then you look at his yards, and then, like, he has 1,500 yards less than Burrow and a thousand, almost 1,000 less than Hurts. So that's what's for – for, It's kind of like you're – That's what's hurting him. It's your, it's your, your Lamar Jackson though. Like he's a runner, so it takes it's going to take away from his passing yards. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have nearly as many attempts as Burrow. Burrow is three forty one. Fields has two thirty. Hurts has two forty eight. But if if you're asking me, I go Burrow, Hurts, Fields. If if it's me, and then Jonathan Taylor, and in the fourth place. What are Jonathan Taylor's stats? I don't know. I didn't look him up, but he was the least favorite out of all I saw because Burrow's minus 800, and then second is Fields at, my, at plus 700, then Hurts is plus 1,600. Did you say minus 800? Yeah. 
That's kind of ridiculous. Jonathan Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, has 23 attempts for 1,463 yards. So he's averaging 6.3 yards a carry, and the dude has 17 touchdowns. I mean, he's a stud, but it's just like like Cyrus kind of said, when's the last time you've seen a... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Running back won the Heisman. Oh, here we go. Fuck yeah. This, All right. dude is, this dude is going to be an animal in the NFL. And I'll tell you why. His past three years, this is his third year at Wisconsin. I didn't know this. He was just shy of 2,000 yards in 2017 with 6.6 yards of carry and 13 touchdowns. He had almost 2,200 yards last year with 7.1 yards of carry and 16 touchdowns. I think I see him getting close to 2,000 again eclipsing six yards a carry and probably having over 20 touchdowns fair each of those years his longest run 75 88 and 72 so far i mean he's an animal dynasty league you better draft jonathan taylor with your number one pick he's an animal but we're gonna roll out of the sports stuff so for my birthday my birthday was last week as all all y'all know my wonderful wife bought me a fantastic game called Answer the Internet. It's a card game that uh, the guys at KFC Barstool kind of invented. So each week, there's three different there's three different cards in the game. So I'm going to explain to you right now. One's called Debate the Internet, where you have a debate. One's called Poll the Internet, where you have to get it right. And then one's called Answer the Internet. So we're going to do one of these a week. I just pulled three. So we're going to start with Debate the Internet. So Debate, debate this, this <clears throat> we're going to do three of these every week. So the debate the internet question this week, you have to choose three. You have to choose three animals to start a zoo. Which, tr- which, which three animals are you choosing? <clears throat> three animals to, char- to create a zoo. To start a zoo, yeah. Um, I am definitely going with a lion. Okay. Because you got to have a big cat in there. Yep. Um, probably a... Ooh, this, this next one's tough because I'm down to a couple. So I got the big cat and the lion. I'm going to go giraffe because I feel like that's iconic for the chicks. Chicks love giraffes. Yep. Um, and then my third animal, I'm going to go monkey. Okay. What kind of a monkey, though? You have to be more specific there. Um, what are the ones with, like, the huge anuses? Baboons. You can throw a bad boob in. Ah, no, I'm going to throw a gorilla in there. Fuck that shit. Like a silverback? Silverback. Yep. Yep. So mine would be, I I also want a big cat. And I want to say tiger, but every time I go to the St. Louis Zoo, the tiger is never lazy. But the lion always is. So I'm also going to say lion. Instead of a uh, giraffe, I'm going to say a kangaroo because same thing, like, People love people go bananas over kangaroos. So mine was either giraffe or elephant, and my last one's going to be an elephant. Yep, because ele- like everyone loves the elephants, and they're always out. They're always like flipping their trunk up, throwing fucking hay everywhere. So for me, it's going to be lion, kangaroo, elephant. So okay, I would like the internet question. I would like to have four because I would like giraffes. And oh, elephants. that's not. But that, that's not it. That's not it. So I fucking get it. If all if you guys have other if you guys have other opinions, let us know. Next one's gonna be poll the internet. So this one, the card actually tells us how many percent of barstool readers said the pers- the, the specific answer. Um. So poll the internet. Who's more dominant? Who's more dominant? Kenyans in marathons, or Indians in spelling bees? <laughs> This is a trap. <laughs> it is one thousand percent Indians and spelling bees, but I know it's a trap, and it's going to be Kenyans and marathons. So I was going to say, when's the last time you seen a Kenyan not not win a marathon? I don't watch marathons. Because Car- my, my, Carly was like, 
there was some marathon a couple weeks ago. I think it was like the Boston or New, or New York marathon. And she's like, she's like two fucking Kenyans won. I'm like, yeah, that's how it is every year. Like Kenyan won the women and the men's. So 56% of Barcelona readers said Kenyans over Indians. Really? Yep. I just think of Indians because I always, it always throws me back to that vine years ago where the little kid spelling iridocyclitis um, and he's Indian. So that's what, that that's where I get that. I mean, seriously. I mean, that, I mean, you can't go wrong with that, but that, that is a tough one. 56% is a close one. I mean, that is close when it comes to what's more dominant Kenyans and marathons or Indians and spelling bees followers. Let us know. I'm going spelling bee. So Travis went spelling. I'm actually, I'm actually going to go Kenyans in marathons because let me know when's the last time a Kenyan hasn't won a marathon. Like the script spelling bee? Yeah. Yes. Like the script spelling bee. So anyway, the last one, Travis is like doing some hardcore research right now. Yeah. I, I want to know these, what these motherfuckers and where they're from. Yeah. Well, when's the last time a fucking Kenyan hasn't won a marathon? I don't know. I don't know. Do they wear shoes when they run them? Yeah, they do. God damn it, man. I knew you were going to say some dumb shit like that. You're going to have to cut that out. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, you're gonna I, feel like, I feel like that was wrong to say, but I didn't know. I don't know. They train for marathons in Kenya, honestly. They're fucking good at them. So the last one. We got an answer of the internet question. This is a fucking good one. I mean, this is like an all-timer. Answer, answer the internet, and I want all the dudes to fucking chime in on this. Hell, even girls if they want to. Would you fuck a porn star if afterward she or he had to hold a press conference on your performance? <laughs> What? Yeah. Absolutely not. Really? No way. Well, I don't even know if I would want to in the first place. Okay, Nonetheless, like- afterwards, they talk about how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Not only am I barely going to feel anything the entire time, but afterwards, I get to get publicly shamed. <laughs> about how awful I am in bed. It's a tough it's a tough thing to think about. I mean, like obviously like take everything out of my life, I would probably say the same thing. If even if I was single 4 years ago, like I would probably still say no just for the same reason you said like one how enjoyable is going to be and two like how much are they going to be like, "Hey, this dude sucked. His dick was super average." I mean, at best. Yeah. Yeah. On a fucking good day. On a good day. Average at best. I'm just saying, call me a pussy all you want, but I just don't even know how enjoyable that would be. Just knowing how many wieners have been in or around this girl's (laughs) body. Wieners. (laughs) Wieners. I'm going to, I'm just going to have to go on a pass with this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say no as well. I mean, that is, uh, that is something I don't want. First of all, I'm not a super public person, so I don't want that shit aired out in the public. And secondly, you got to go back to the thing that you said, like how enjoyable is it actually going to be? So that was our answer to the internet. I mean, like guys, you can't see this, but I have a fucking full ass deck of shit here. I'm sure Travis and I will eventually play this game at some point in time, not on the podcast and probably talk about some of these in person with other people, but it's gonna be fun. We're going to do one of these every single week or Three of them every week. A poll of the internet, an answer to the internet, and uh, what was the other one? An ask the internet, something like that. There's three of them in there. Um, but those are fun. Um, so that was our three this week. You want to do one more just because it's our first week? Yeah, I, I do. Well, I'm going to pull a random one out of here. Hold on. God damn it. Uh, Let's I hear can't, it. I can't, I can't ask this. I can't, dude. Yes, you can. All right, dude. I'm doing it. If you had to watch one category of porn for the rest of your life, what what would it be? <laughs> Come on. I told you I wanted to put it back. Can I put it back now? No, but you the cat's out of the bag. Now everyone probably wants to hear our answers. <sighs> I mean, I'm just gonna any anything uh dude, I don't know. 
anything. <laughs> so, so this this can be super broad, su- su- super broad, but anything that doesn't show a dude's face, like pretty so pretty much anything POV. So like no dudes' faces for me. No dudes' faces. Yeah. Oh my god. A category. Yeah, so I guess mine would be POV then. POV, POV from the dude's point of view. POV. Yeah. Man, I don't like this at all. I told you. I wanted to put it back. A lot of these, what I found out is these dudes at KFC are fucked up in the head because a lot of them are porn questions. I don't even, dude, I just honestly don't even know, like, where to begin. Well, you got to answer one because I answered. With this question. You could say a like t- Category... I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, dude, I, I'm drawing a blank right now. I can't think about it because I'm embarrassed. Just do it. Who cares? No one can see your face. <laughs> no one can see your face. Um, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll end on a better one. We'll do one more because it's the first, it's first week. God, a lot of sex tape shit in here. We're just gonna we're gonna go milfs. There you go. That's fine. That's not that's not that bad. Should we end on that one? That's way worse. That's way better than mine. No, we gotta do one more after that. All right, this is a good one. This is a great one. We're gonna end on this is a great one to end on because I want everyone's opinion on this. Everyone that listens this far, one, thank you for being a loyal listener, and two, give us your opinions on this. What is your stance? This is a poll. The internet, a poll. The internet question. What is your stance on washing your hands after taking a piss? Um, uh, I mean, I do it probably thirty percent of the time. Thirty? Yep. Oh, uh, I do it ninety-five percent. Really? Where? Yeah, dude. I don't know why. I think I'm just weird about my hands anyway. Yeah, you are. So, for those who don't, Travis is a giant germaphobe. I'm not even a germaphobe. Just like if my hands feel. Just like oily. So Travis, when we were kids, couldn't eat fucking wings or ribs because he didn't like his hands being bar- filled full of barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't ever touch a, uh Xbox or PlayStation controller after Jared because his hands got too sweaty. Yep. Um, but I don't know. I just – I I think you should. I'm not saying you have to by any means. I just do it. So for me – Because like, your dick is – if you shower that day, your dick comes out maybe four times a day. That's my thing. Like, if I shower that day and I don't have sex and I don't like shit, my dick is clean. Like, uh, unless you piss on your fingers, then you better. I mean, your dick has to be super small for that, but. Uh, I know, but like, if you're just in a hurry and you're like dribbling it and you pull your pants over your dick, yeah. And a little bit comes on your fingers. Well, you yeah. Wash if, if that happens, obviously, like I said, I, 30% of the time I probably do it. Like, if I'm at home, well, I work from home a lot. I get up, I go to the bathroom, which is six steps away from my office. And then if I have to pee nine times out of 10, I'm not washing my hands. Understandable. I just always do. I don't know why. It's just a thing for me. I probably go through more soap than anybody else. I'm gross. I guess I'm gross. I I know. I know you're not because I'm going to call him out too. a guy. We just mentioned on the podcast, Ethan short, never, never washes his hands in public bathrooms because he thinks it makes him dirtier. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, it's not long, especially if, the, if, if you have to pump the soap. Public Wait, Ben Stiller and along came Polly. Yeah, public yeah. bathrooms, hell no. Hell no. At home, so you want to know when I, why I said 30% of the time? Because at home, if I wake up in the middle of the night or if I go to the bathroom right before I go to bed, I will wash my hands because I don't want my fucking dick hands rubbing all over my sheets. You better. I hope you wash like your face and get clean before bed. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously shower at some point in the day, but like I haven't shower. let's say I shower in the morning or like late in the afternoon, then I go to bed and I'm, I wake up after watching TV and I go pee, then I'll wash my hands. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's a necessity every single time unless you touch some grody ass shit in a, in a public, in a public restroom. Fair. All right. Answer the internet. That was five. That was five this week. We'll only do three from here on out. But cool. this it. episode, that's all we got. Yeah, this episode's been fun. We called some peeps, got some answers from some, for some for some badass followers. 
and listeners answer some questions. Um, so y'all take it easy. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Gamble hard and have fun. Come from rowdy round six o'clock saying he caught a hankering for a honky tonk. Wants a nice cold beer and a country song, but he didn't want to stay out all night long. Well, I ain't the kind to let a buddy drink alone, but I can't turn it off once I turn it on. There's no stopping me once I get going. Put a can in my hand, man, I'm wide ass open. The tick-tock of that clock is like a time bomb. At quarter to twelve, man, I don't have plenty. The countdown's all when the first beer hits me. Five, four, three, two, one, too many. After five dying millers, I was feeling loose. Singing karaoke to a TL2. When a pretty little thing shot me awake, she said, Hey, cowboy, could you buy us a drink? Well, hey, baby, doll. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.